0: Welcome to the Bible Code. Today we will continue our study on the number 13, focusing on the judgment of evil. The number 13 has six parts. We have looked at four of those six. Today will be the fifth part the study of God's judgment of evil. So far we have studied the number 13 and the Antichrist, giants, evil in general, and original sin. The number 13 is unique because it is the only number in the Bible that takes one from the condition of man at the fall, from the earthy Adam in the garden, to the second Adam in the plan of salvation. Why do we study Bible numbers? Because God uniquely uses numbers. He defines them through his word and repeatedly uses them to convey a message, proving all the while he alone wrote the word. The Bible code proves that Psalms chapter 12 Verses 6 and 7 are true. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The word preserved is found in 13 books of the Bible. What is preserved according to Psalms chapter 12? The words of the Lord. And who is the word? The answer is Jesus Christ, as mentioned in John chapter 1, verse 14. And we will learn how Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the number 13 and the salvation plan in our next study. We are setting the stage in our study of the number 13, starting with 13 and raw evil, followed by children of disobedience and their actions and idolatrous ways. And now we'll look at how God must judge that evil. But at the end of this study, next week, we will see the plan of salvation How? Through Jesus Christ, who became sin, who knew no sin. Let us look at words found for the judgment of evil and the number 13. The word forget. Anger of the Lord is found in 13 books of the Bible. Pestilence. Brimstone. Thus saith the Lord is found in 13 chapters and in 13 verses of the book of Amos. The book of Amos focuses on the coming judgment for the nation of Israel because of their sins. Rich, found in 13 chapters and verses of Luke. In chapter 3, verse 17, we see this, Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increaseth with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. It does not mean that if you are rich, you are evil, for the Bible says it is the love of money that is the root of all evil. Jude chapter 1 verse 13 states, Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Now this is verse 13, and there are three words in this scripture that are found for either 13 or the number six, which we have covered when we covered the giants. Stars is found in 13 chapters of the New Testament. Wandering is found six times in six chapters and verses and in six books of the Bible. And blackness is also found for the number six. Travail is found in 13 books of the Bible. We read in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 26, For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight wisdom and knowledge and joy, but to the sinner he giveth travail. To gather and to heap up, that he may give to him that is good before God. This also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Seal is found in 13 books of the Bible. Consider Revelation and the Judgments. Judge, wrath, vials. It was prohibited in the Old Testament that if you loaned money, to charge interest. And this warning of charging interest is found in Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 13. Hath given forth upon a surrey, and hath taken increase, shall he then live? He shall not live. He hath done all these abominations, he shall surely die. His blood shall be upon him. Now let's look at scripture that contains the number 13 whose topic is of the judgment of evil. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 13 says, But the house of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness. They walked not in my statutes, and they despise my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. And my sabbaths they greatly polluted. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them in the wilderness to consume them. First Chronicles chapter 10, verse 13 says, So Saul died from his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. Genesis 19 verse 13 says, For we will restore this place, because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Hosea chapter 10 verse 13 states, We have plowed wickedness. Ye have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies because thou didst trust in thy way in the multitude of thy mighty men. Genesis chapter 6 verse 13 states, And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Psalms chapter 7 verse 11 contains 13 words it states god judgeth the righteous and god is angry with the wicked every day psalms 82 verse 1 contains also 13 words and it says god standeth in the congregation of the mighty he judgeth among the gods proverbs 13 13 says whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed matthew 13 13 states Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. What I find fascinating about this scripture is it contains 21 words. The time of Jacob's trouble, found in Revelations chapters 6 to 19, if you were to count how many chapters that really is from 6 to 19, you will find that that totals 13 chapters. Now let's look at a couple more. Ezekiel chapter 14 verses 13 says, Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by transgressing grievously, then will I stretch out my hand upon it and I will break the staff of the bread thereof and will send famine upon it and will cut off man and beast from it. Daniel chapter 9 verse 13 says, As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil is come upon us. Micah chapter 7 verse 13 says, Notwithstanding the land shall be desolate, because of them that dwell therein for the fruit of their doings. Isaiah chapter 13, 13 says, Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts, and in the day of his fierce anger. Jeremiah 13:13 13, 13 states, Then shall they say unto them, Thus saith the Lord, behold, I will fill all the inhabitants of this land, even the kings, and sit upon David's throne, and the priests and the prophets and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with drunkenness. Exodus chapter seventeen, verse thirteen contains thirteen words, and it says, and Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword ezekiel twelve thirteen My net also will I spread upon him, and he shall be taken in my snare. And I will bring him to Babylon, to the land of the Chaldeans. Yet shall he not see it, though he shall die there. The last thing that we will cover in the study is the rod of Aaron and the number 13. In Numbers chapter 1, verses 5 to 16, you will come across 12 princes, representing the 12 tribes of Israel. How does this tie into the number 13? A man named Korah, who was the oldest son of Izar, of the tribe of Levi, started a rebellion against Moses involving 250 men. God killed Korah and all his family along with his followers. This led to the congregation murmuring against Moses and Aaron, accusing them of murder. To prevent rebellion like this from occurring in the future, God had each tribe bring a rod with the prince's name on it, making a total of twelve rods. Aaron of the tribe of Levi also wrote his name upon a rod and added it to the other rods, bringing the total to thirteen. These rods were placed in the tabernacle overnight. The following day Moses retrieved the rods and observed that Aaron's rod had budded and brought forth almonds. The Lord said unto Moses, Bring Aaron's rod against before the testimony to be kept for a token against the rebels. The thirteenth rod was a witness against those who had rebelled and rejected the priesthood of Aaron, which was a figure of the high priest who was to come, Jesus Christ. We have come to the end of our study for today. Tune in next time when we will look at our last and final look in the six-part study on the number 13 focusing on the solution God offers to bypass the judgment. I've said it before and I will repeat it. Jesus Christ became sin who knew no sin. And we will look in depth at the number 13 and how it points to Jesus becoming sin for us. What a wonderful and orderly God we serve. The notes for this study are available at www.dnainthebible.com.